This, this, this is you. K U T. K U T. Austin. Stop. I used to get mad at my Welcome to Higher Ed, KUT's podcast focusing on issues of higher education, lifelong learning, and exercising the brain. I'm Jennifer Staten with KUT 90.5, Austin's NPR station, talking as always with Dr. Ed Berger, president of Southwestern University in Georgetown, Texas. Hello, Ed. Hello, Jennifer, and what a delight to uh, welcome you back to the sound studios here on the Southwestern campus. Well, it is always fun to be here. Thank you for having me back. Only took us about an hour to figure out how to turn the thing on. (laughs) We had a few technical challenges. We have overcome them. We are underway, and we were all the better for it. It was a learning experience, was it not? And, and, you know, effective failure. We've talked about that a lot. We did plenty of effective (laughs) failing on that. Uh, so, Ed, I'm very happy to um, bring to the table today a suggestion from a listener Great. who had an idea for a topic. And Did they say, shut up and just, well, just not talk anymore? No, she said, go get the owner's manual for the Tascam uh, <laughs> recording set. No, so she actually, yeah. she was sort of inspired at New Year's time, and this is what she wrote. She said, I was sitting here with a new concept planner trying to set goals for the year when I realized that I do not know how to set and complete my own goals. I am very good at completing tasks that are given to me, but here I am thinking about setting goals for myself, and I am unsure about what that means or what are the steps to take. I actually feel kind of dumb asking this. And then she wants to know your thoughts on how you should set goals, how to know if a goal is realistic, or that if you've mapped it out correctly or even sort of know all the steps to get to a goal. You know, it's interesting, you know, uh, at when we uh, pass a new year, and so we have that, you know, the annual odometer turnover. Uh, yes. Everyone is making New Year's resolutions, which I think are just, you know, kind of um, foolhardy exercises in a way because you kind of dream and then you kind of move on and, and in most cases those dreams go away. The idea of goal setting though is a little bit different and I and I find that, you know, a better way of framing the conversation. So how how are those different then between say a resolution at New Year's and goal setting? I mean, you know, a resolution, oh, I want to exercise more, lose some weight or I'm going to read more and watch less Netflix, you know. Well, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but the truth is there are ways that we live our lives. And so, you know, when this listener asks us to think about, you know, how do you create realistic goals? I mean, you can just say, well, I, I know what it takes to be a better version of me. I should be reading more. I should go to more museums. I should go to more lectures. I should go to more, you know, um, concerts or, you know, whatever it is. But then do you do it? I mean, you know, to move yourself, you have to create the intermediate steps that are required. I don't want to say baby steps, but in some sense, baby steps that are not that taxing and dramatic like a resolution, but rather little things that I can do and then have that become the standard and the norm and then kind of, again, incrementally change. And then over time, maybe you can exercise more or read more or whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. But I think the fundamental question that that I would pin on our listener is when you're thinking about these specific goals, 
I'd wonder what the meta goal is. Like, what are you trying to accomplish with your goals? Sort of overall. Exactly. This overarching, like, what do you want to accomplish? I want to learn more, or I want to exercise more, or I want to, uh, you know, be more thoughtful, or I want to be more empathetic, or I want to be more effective at work, or I want to get a raise. I mean, whatever it is, there's no right or wrong answer. But if you can create a meta goal, then I believe you can set small or intermediate little mini goals that are realizable and are not dramatic, you know, kind of jumps that you can work toward. And once those become kind of the standard for how you're living your life or how you're experiencing your life, then you can move to the next, you know, mini goal and then over time ideally get to a big goal. Well, and one thing that strikes me about, especially thinking about New Year's resolutions and some of the ones that you rattled off are fairly typical ones, sure. is they all sound very punitive and harsh. You know, <laughs> I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to read more. Well, none of that sounds fun. Right. But when you talk about the mega goals, so maybe your mega goal is something like, I want to wake up feeling better every morning. Yes. Like that's a very positive sounding goal. So how do you get there? Right. So how, like, how do you physically feel better? Well, you know, maybe lose a few pounds or maybe eat less sugar or maybe walk for 20 minutes every day. Or just feeling a better sense of accomplishment. So maybe yeah. it's more about your activities that you're not, you're not um, you, know, uh, you know, kind of lollygagging, but you're getting things done. You're becoming more efficient and, and you know, you're actually being more productive. It, so it seems to me that part of talking about – and I love the comparison of New Year's resolutions versus actual goals – is that it seems to me a resolution is almost um, – you're trying to get away from something. I have a bad habit and I'm trying to get away mm. from it. And a goal is, you know, I see something that I would like to add to my life. It's aspirational. I want to um I want to do a little bit of lifelong learning every day or I want to feel physically better or I want to sleep better at night or I want to have better social interactions whatever it may be. Those feel like things that you're working towards to improve your life versus, oh my God, my life is horrible in this realm and it's awful and I hate it and I've got to do better. Like nobody's going to, why would you stick with that? That's not, that's not fun. It's not engaging. There's nothing about that that feels very positive. And there's also something to be said for kind of rolling goals, that goals should not be a terminal point, but that, you know, once you realize something that should automatically raise up uh, an interesting flag up now in the new horizon for your next goal. And I will say that, you know, this is year six um, in the position of president here at Southwestern University. And boy, you know, talking about goal setting on a professional level, you're thinking about the future and the current uh, institution uh, as it is and as it will be. And and how do you set incremental goals? And as those are realized, how do you continue to continue generate you know future goals and future goals and not say well we're done okay let's just you know close up shop but rather okay now that we are here what comes next to make us even better or to make us even more effective or to make the experience for students that much richer uh, you know what do we do from where we are now so our current uh, position is our starting point for any future goal and to realize that that's always changing uh, or at least it should be in the best of all possible worlds, then uh, that should influence the the fact that our goals themselves continue to change. Well, so I, here I'll share a goal then oh, great. of mine. So Good. I have a goal for the year to get maximum enjoyment out of the puzzlers. <laughs> so it's time for a new one. Bring it on. <clears throat> all right. I'll uh, 
I'll throw one at you, and you can throw it back. Well, not literally. Well, no, of course not. All right. So uh, here's here's a, a fun little one. So okay. uh, my mom has four children, April, May, <laughs> June, and blank. And the question is, what is the name of the fourth child? Okay. April, oh, yeah. May, June. So the, the names are April, uh-huh. May, June, and blank. And the question is, what's the name of the fourth child? So there seems like a super obvious answer. All right, go but ahead. It's, well, July is the next sequential month. Well, that could be. But that's also not a terribly typical name. Well, but that means nothing. So um, I'm thinking of some other April, May, June, summer, summer, autumn. July. And that is the puzzler, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, and you have a full week or more to listen and to think so about it. So are you it. telling me that July is incorrect? I believe that I said that's our puzzler for the uh, for the day, and uh, another day a solution will be given. Okay. So we'll get that next week. Is this what you're saying? If you ask me. Okay. <laughs> already, I think your resolution has already been destroyed. No, because you... I have a smile on my face. I'm getting <laughs> – I'm maximally enjoying the puzzler, right, which was my goal. So. My right. goal was not necessarily to solve it in no. the first 10 seconds of hearing it. Exactly. Um, We're giving our listeners an entire week at least to listen sure. to it. Right. To, to maybe, listen. I, maybe I won't even – to think about it. I won't even maybe reveal the answer next week. That Maybe I'll leave it as a real cliffhanger. Let oh, that would weeks. be. Oh, no, our listeners would hate that. That that would be that would be very difficult. By the way, uh, can I just tell you something about these puzzlers really fast? Yes, please do. Uh, I was in Houston recently. We had a puzzler uh, a little uh, recently about cutting a cake with um, yes. with uh, three straight cuts, and you wanted to cut into eight pieces. So I was having dinner with um, some friends of Southwestern, actually an alumna and her family, and they have two daughters, and the the. Uh, the husband of this uh, alumna, who's actually an alumnus himself, uh, he said, "You know, I got to tell you, I was, you know, we listen all the time to to you and Jennifer." And I said, "Great." And he said, "You know, and we love the puzzlers, but I was really annoyed at the cake one." And he I said, was, yeah. And I said, "Well, why?" And he said, "Well, because my daughter Maya got it <laughs> instantly, oh. and I couldn't figure it out." Well, good for her. Yeah, good for exactly. Her. So, and I want to actually return to another point about our listener Rebecca's question about goals that I think is really interesting. She said that sort of this question was prompted by her sitting down at the beginning of the year with a planner, and she said specifically trying to set goals for the year. And I thought that's another interesting sort of slice of this discussion is the the parameters and the time frames and the sort of rules that we set for ourselves when we set goals and i'm wondering if if the goal pardon the pun here is to successfully achieve an ongoing sort of sequence of goals or successfully navigate through that process i wonder if part of success there is maybe rewriting the rules mm. or what we normally think about goals well, and I like the idea of – I mean a goal really is trying to imagine a future state. And the reality is that we might not actually find ourselves in that future state. But having a direction in which to at least move and journey forward I think is essential. And if it doesn't actually lead you exactly to that place, I think that's fine. And I'm just thinking about my own you know, 
self. And when I take on a book project, you know, and I say to myself, okay, I want to finish this by this date, it usually is influenced by, first of all, my own experience, but also kind of where that project is. If it's a project that's very, very uh, amorphic and it's in its infancy stage, I'm not going to say I want to finish it by the end of the year. I just don't make a random... I have to kind of let it unfold with with these micro goals. Let me see if I can write an outline. Let me see if I can write a chapter. Uh, Or like my, my most recent book where it was based on a class I was teaching. I was teaching it for many, many years. I knew that that, that book would be a, a fast a book to write because it was all basically in my head. I've been writing it for years. It's a matter of now getting it on, on paper. And, and so I think that we need to uh, be sensitive and realistic in terms of timelines, but really think about a goal as a future potential um, place and whether we actually get to that place or not, at least it gives us something in which to, to move toward. And as we go on that journey, we might want to even change the path. And just as we wrap up here, Ed, I, I want to sort of build a little bridge here from our general discussion about goals to maybe learning and academics a little more specifically. Have you ever talked with students or worked with students about setting goals within maybe a little more formal academic or formal education setting? Are there are there ways that you advise students to think about that future in terms of setting goals for themselves and their at least formal education careers? Right. Well, uh, that's interesting. I guess, yes. I mean, it depends. If, I, if I'm working with like an undergraduate research student, then the goal will be more task-oriented. You know, can you prove this? Can you work on that? Can you look this up and, and have that for me in a week or in two weeks? Uh, when I work with students from a class that I'm teaching, the goals tend to be a little bit more meta. Uh, for example, you know, well, can you um, see if you can make more meaning of this thing that we talked about that continues to be a challenge for you and, and to have you know, deeper understanding? And maybe that involves practicing – if it's a math thing, maybe it involves practicing and doing some you – know, answering some more questions and, and getting a better feel for it. Uh, or maybe it's just – um, a matter of of thinking about the material, maybe talking to a friend about it, trying to teach it to someone else, and 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 then follow back with me and saying, "Oh, I'm still struggling," or "Oh, I figured it out." It, they tend to be a little bit more meta. It's it's not as um, concrete as if it were someone that was I was treating closer, like to a colleague, and saying, "Well, I'd love for you to be able to see if you can do a special case of this by next time." Well, Ed, thank you for helping us keep on track with our goals. <laughs> And thank you for helping us sort of ditch the concept of New Year's resolutions. Exactly. I don't like them. Good. Neither do I. Good. They're out the window. We agree with that. We agree on that. Dr. Ed Berger is president of Southwestern University in Georgetown, Texas. You can find out more at southwestern.edu. And you can keep your brain busy by keeping up with the news and other episodes of Higher Ed at KUT.org and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jennifer Staten, KUT News.